0: Them you never
1: know. Today's episode is brought to you by OnlySteves.com. OnlySteves.com is the only place to get exclusive content from Mike. Like the YNK Podcast Plus, where we release two exclusive episodes every month. Or Music Premium, where Mike releases two never-heard-before exclusive songs every month. So head on over to OnlySteves.com today and check it out. Basically, um, just like staying regimented and the discipline... In order to like stay on the correct path and where you want to go.
0: Yeah, I mean, my shit's been like ever evolving. My process is ever evolving. I mean, I was gonna say, it's like, I feel like it's
1: it's like almost doing you an injustice if you look too far down the road, right? Oh my
0: God, yeah. I mean, I. I when I hear end goal, it's like, who knows what your end goal when is? People, be. I don't, I mean, literally, I'd say like five years ago, I stopped even thinking about it. That's like, a common
1: way of thinking though. I think we're taught to think about it. What's your five
0: year plan? You know, where are you gonna be five years from now? Like, what the fuck? I don't know where I'm going to be five days from now. You know but what if, I mean?
1: I mean, forget that end goal. Like, people think, what's your end goal?
0: Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying... Like, how, even can, you even ever,
1: like, how can you ever know what your end I mean, goal is? I mean,
0: I am so different than what I was a year ago, really. And uh, what I'll be in five years, ten years, I mean, who knows? I just... Um, it's evolved, to answer his question. I mean, who knows how old he is? But, you know, as I've gotten older, the 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 answers. Change, you know, and like changing your mind on something is is something and I think Gary V put it this way, but it's just like changing your mind, being able to change your mind is like a superpower, you know, because you're like you're not tied. Most people get into problems in their lives and in conversation and in relationships when they're tied to, you know, they're tied to their opinions. They're attached to like, oh, this is how I believe, this is what I think, this is what I want to do, you know. I I've actually like my biggest breakthrough was letting go. I mean, I'm a big don't. Well, that try comes guy. with
1: setting expectations, right? Like, I don't think you should ever set expectations. Yeah, for
0: like I'm I'm constantly walking the line of being a hard worker, uh, you know, and hardly working. You know, like I I really I really do believe in like you know finding like finding the number one issue is finding what you're passionate about, and and no one can give you advice on that. The one piece of advice I can give you is just like, where does your heart take you when you have nothing to do and no one's around? Like, mm-hmm. you you have to start putting, going from a boy to a man. Like, you start putting more of your energy on like who you want to become, versus what you want to do right in this moment. You know, mm-hmm. and I think I think that's that's part of it too. Like this, there's really no right or wrong answer. I stayed regimented because I I wanted I didn't want to lose. You know, maybe that came from sports. I also, you know, I, I had a decent amount of awareness to realize I had an opportunity and I and I, you know, had stumbled upon a second chance with like being able to make music and it just kinda happened for me, you know. So look, I, I, I totally understand that that doesn't happen for most people. And finding your purpose is like a it's one of the existential crises that most most humans deal with, like on a general scale. People, you know, what am I here for? Like it, it's hard and i'll I'll leave it with this like purpose and knowing your place and where you're supposed to be i actually think you zoom out of that perspective like all the things that we preach about is about zooming out of the stuff on this like linear plane that we're on and actually just be like look man my purpose is being the best i can be like holding the door for the woman being being kind to people in, in any chance you can putting your best foot forward even if it's Look, even if you don't have a job or a clear path to a great life or some thing figured out where you're like right, it's very easy to be a nice person when when you're float, you know, you're going downstream and everything's going your way. But what I'm saying is like a lot of people stress, they throw what's my purpose into the mix of stresses they have and it's just another one of the things that stress you out. You know what I mean? Another one of the things that's actually blocking you from fucking finding your purpose is adding that stress of,
1: what's my purpose? So are you saying like more so let it happen rather than look for it?
0: I mean, that's my number one answer on this in in, in general. Now, look, there's, there's a balance. Like there's a balance of, look, you fuck around all day and you do whatever you want for short term desires it's probably not going to lead you to your purpose you start putting start working on yourself you start reading you start doing all the things we talk about i'm serious it i genuinely feel like you raise your frequency and then think you're on a higher vibration you're actually like better opportunities come your way you know so for him he's saying like i don't know my pur- i don't know how to establish my you know my purpose or what i'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. i mean i think that's a normal part of life like I really do, I think it's a normal part of life. And the people who figure themselves out internally, start working on themselves, start progressing internally, albeit your health, your mental, your physical health, uh, your outlooks, you know, growing your mind, all of that stuff is part of the process of landing in your purpose, it is. The people who find their purpose, I don't believe it's an accident, you know what I mean? I Mm -hmm. really don't. It's about cultivating yourself to be able to receive you know, what the universe gives you. And like, a lot of times your purpose is behind door number 16. You had to walk through 15 before that, you know?
1: Yeah. I also, I don't think we're really set up to, I don't think we're set up to be in an environment where we can like accurately figure out what we want to do. And if you think about it, like you, if you do decide to go to the path of college, which a lot of people do, you got to pick a major. Yeah. And you're picking a major at the age of, absolutely at what, 18 years old? It's idiotic. It's idiotic. So like, it's you know, changing majors like that's not a weird thing because, like, what if you choose something when you're 18 years old when like you don't know shit about shit, no, really You idiotic. have zero life experience, and maybe you're not on these frequencies that you're talking about right now because no. most 18 year olds are not. not. Yeah, and you're picking this focus that you spend you know all this money and all this time on. By the time you're out of it, you feel like you don't even lo- you don't even like it, you don't even love it. You just spend all that time and all that money. Um, yeah. So then you feel like you're almost obligated to follow that through because you spend all this time and all this money on it. Uh, And then you, and then I feel like you chase a path that you're not really that passionate about.
0: 100%.
1: And then obviously the money's a factor too. People feel like, you know, I I have to support myself. I have to have a job. I have to live on my own by the age of 22, 23, which a lot of people, you know, I mean, that's, they have to do that regardless. But,
0: um, I talk about ideologies more because everything's case by case. Yeah. It's just like ideologies and approaches and things to open your mind to, you know, like, I, part of me thinks like, look, man, when you're that age, you're 20. fucking have fun with it. Like my biggest thing is like, like I said, stressing purpose. Purpose is kind of a man-made construct. Your purpose is to be here. You're alive. Right. You know what I mean? Be present. That Alan Watts quote, like Mm -hmm. I posted, it, it was just like, don't try not to measure your days by level of productivity, but level of awareness. Be there. You know, like your purpose is there being there being mm-hmm. there for your mom when she needs you be in there for your your companion you know be in there for your coworkers whatever because guess what the more you're present in every scenario the more you're going to get the more you're going to get fed better opportunities like oh you know what that dude john he's always like your coworkers one of your coworkers gets the raise you get you know what I mean who knows all i'm saying is like when you take it on a you really take it down at the basic level be present be aware and I, I actually really don't, I don't think it's like crazy to, I really don't think it's crazy to go to school and enjoy yourself and fuck around and have fun and have experiences, you know? Like, I don't think it should be like, when he mentioned like, I think this d- generation has the priorities wrong. There's probably a lot of validity to that statement. Mm-hmm. But I do think there's there's such a thing as like, being a kid, having that phase. Like, I wouldn't have wanted to think like this when I was that young, I, I really don't. like. There's there's the ignorance is bliss thing where it's just like you're just a dumb kid and you're you really are present. Like you're really not thinking about the future that much. I think there's beauty in that too. Mm-hmm. And if that's you, like that's okay, you know. Nowadays you go on anywhere, you look online, like you kind of get pulled every which way. Everyone has an opinion about something. You should be doing this, 75 days sober, all these things. Like, look, there's you know, it's a case by case thing, but don't don't like punish yourself if you're not that guy who wakes up at 6 a.m., you're 21, you wake up before class and get workouts in and, right. you know, like th- there is there is a period of life where I think it's beautiful to be in flow and just go with the wind, you know? And I think there's a lot of, I think there's actually a lot of growth opportunity in that, even if it's more long-term.
1: Mm-hmm. But there are, so let's skip ahead. Let's say you do find your passion and you want to excel at it. And, you know, when you do spend time on it, it gets your rocks off and you are present and you you, you yeah. enjoy it while you do it. Um when you started getting into music and you- like you said you had that drive i mean what was what was that experience like for you
0: it was um it was really dope i mean it was invigorating like what I, got you
1: out of bed every day
0: it was invigorating it was it was a it was a shot you know if I really think back to my values, then I was just trying to find a way to like my whole goal my whole life was like getting out of this small town mm-hmm. um making my family proud making the money to be able to take care of them forever and take care of my friends and do what I want. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was ironic and I still am financially driven for sure. I definitely, the the aspects of capitalism, like I, I co-sign I, and I, and I love it. You know, I think it's dope. I think it's a dope aspect of being alive. Back then getting out of bed was more about that and like just the excitement of it, you know, like, it was just so fresh and new and and you know having a feeling like i had a second chance coming off a pretty pretty tough break um you know i thought it was bad it ended up being a good thing you know i got mm-hmm. hurt but coming off that it was just super exciting and i was i was reinvigorated immediately and it was it was easy to go to work you know mm-hmm. um now like i mean i'm the, i, I kind of feel the same way but it's just about different things you know i i spend my days I definitely spend my days a lot more you know kind of at peace. Like I really do. I spent uh you know back then I'd wake up go 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 run around bullshit. Like now I spend a lot of time on myself trying to put myself in the best vibration that I can. Put myself in the best spot, cover check the boxes of like talking to family, uh you know, doing some taking a nature walk, mental you know mental um strengthening in some way reading you know listening to content like i do try to do that shit pretty much every day Mm -hmm. that's different you know and i'm definitely not driven by the money as much as i used to be you know Mm -hmm. i I understand we've had financial success for sure but it's it's not like it's not that same kind of man i gotta make it and get get out of this town type shit you know we made it out and it's really more about being in purpose being in flow like there's something I write every day, like it's the Dharma. It's just like, I'm doing what I'm best at to the best of my ability. And I'm, I'm being of service to people, you know, like I, I really, I think that's, that's like how I kind of set myself where I'm like, I am where I'm supposed to be. I don't, I don't let that anxiety kind of take overtake me. Cause you know, everyone has it where you're like, what am I doing? Should I be doing more? You know, I have all those, ish- those, those same thoughts. And, and really, that's like, as, as a young person, that's the goal. That's the goal is just to find something that, that you're good at and, and, and you're doing your best at it, you know? Since the
1: dawn of time, men have always loved to chug beer. In the old times of Bavaria, the men of Germany would spend their October fest drinking out of a festive beer stein. In the 1980s, fraternity brothers all over America spent their Greek week pounding beer out of a funnel. And for the last four decades, the world went silent. Then came the Chugbud, the new revolutionary way to chug a beer. With the combination of a beer bong and a shotgun, this drinking device is scientifically proven to help you chug your beer quickly and easily. Oh, and did I mention it fits in your pocket? Go to ChugBuds.com and use promo code YNK69 to get 10% off your entire order. That's ChugBuds, dot com, and promo code Y-N-K-69 to get 10% off your entire order. Chugbud, Bud, your beer just got a new best friend. Say you're going to give advice to this person then. I'm assuming it's a young person. I'm assuming they're, let's say, 22, 23 years old. Would you steer them more towards the mindset you have now or the mindset that you had back when you were that same age?
0: Yeah, like, look, it's... it's... He's asking me my mindset, like because obviously you guys are in
1: different circumstances, yeah I mean you and I are older, you're more you're more like you know financially okay now, obviously, yeah, than you were ten years ago, of course, so I'm sure that your views now on things are a little differently than they were. It's a little less survival mode right now, you know,
0: yeah, yeah, like that, that's that's kind of what I was gonna say. He's asking my my input and what helped me like and that was my answer it was it was ever evolving like mm-hmm. it changed drastically and to be honest i wasn't the biggest undertone of my answer was like i wasn't really trying like i was just going with it i was going for it i was going with it mm-hmm. and and that would be my that would be my advice to him like i'm sure he's a young a young man probably maybe in college or fresh out or whatever go for it go with it and also like the number one thing man is if your vibe is right i say this a lot I'm telling you, man, you're gonna you're gonna find the things that you love faster. I totally agree. You're gonna find the things you love faster. If you're stressing, you're holding the wheel too tight, you're not gonna get where you wanna go. Mm-hmm. And and a big part of that is just working on yourself, you know. Working on yourself the best you can and an overall positive outlook, you know. Um, gotta work hard. Gotta work hard. I work hard.
1: Yeah, but I know like <laughs> you when you see people like um <laughs> i know you always kind of like shit on the rock for this because he's always working he's got like 10 movies going on at the same time mm-hmm. while he's got an Under Armour deal while he's doing this while he's doing that and then you you see people on tv they're like you gotta wake up at 6 a.m you gotta fuck yeah your, you gotta work 12 hours a day you gotta like disappear for six months and i know you're kind of against that kind of mindset um yeah so who like who would would you say there's someone out there right now who's like ideologies on like discipline and work work ethic that you like really fuck with
0: Um, I mean, Joe Rogan comes to mind. uh, You know, seems to have fun. Seems to have a balance. Mm-hmm. When the time is right, he'll turn up. He'll tell jokes. He'll be serious. He'll. He has a general, you know, ideology towards love and just like kind of being understanding of one another. You know, working hard for the things you want. Mm-hmm. I agree with all that. Yeah, McConaughey kind of comes to mind a little bit more on the spiritual side. I don't know. You know, I'm not like fans of people like that. No, I know. Uh, I, do. I don't I don't really know people's lifestyle like that. I definitely Look, I admire The Rock. I admire The Rock. It just seems it's uh, I'd I'd rather like it sounds like the most exhausting lifestyle I've ever heard. You know, <laughs> like what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. How do you do that? And why are you still why do you still need to be so jacked and like how do you work out that much
1: I don't know for sure cuz i never met him but i have a hunch cuz i've been a fan for a long time mm-hmm. i think he like he genuinely is of service to people he is and i think he's obsessed with that aspect of it
0: i mean yeah but i guess i guess you could you could argue movies are yeah so yeah i mean that's valid that's valid for sure I mean, how much money do you need? No, like, I'm not saying his action how movies- is he, There's no way he's spending- I'm
1: not saying his action movies are of service to so many people, but I'm saying like his platform, the bigger his platform is, the more service he can, I he agree can with do that. for people.
0: I mean, I I can't, I'm not even hating on him. I'm just like, how? And I would never, <laughs> like, here's what I'm saying. Oh, believe me, I get it. I, I'm, I'm just getting, I'm getting more into the spiritual aspect of being alive. Mm-hmm. I do, like that quote I just said, like, I don't, don't measure your day by productivity, measure it by awareness, level of awareness. And like, I'm trying to walk in the middle of that, you know, but as time goes on, I just think that there's, you know, I think the world needs to, needs to elevate what they're thinking about a little bit more in the sense of like, it is a miracle to be alive. I never saw it like that. You know, it is like everyone's so in this dimension, like, Oh, we're fighting this fucking the president. Oh my God! All the taxes, the gas, everything. Like it's just like yo. It's still amazing. We're on a fucking rock. Like there's just there's just a spiritual element of like, you don't need to achieve everything under the sun to have a good experience here. In fact, you don't need any of it. You know, you really truly don't. It's you thinking you do is can't making take it a with reality. You. you can't take. You die. You come with nothing. You die with nothing.
1: Dust in the wind, baby. And
0: Dude, like I don't think our human minds can really cont- can really even wrap our heads around what really is happening on the highest level. Like none of this makes sense. Our bodies, the way they work, anything in the world, it really it is crazy and and magnificent. So like look, I have mundane days where I'm stuck in this fucking plane. I'm like arguing on the phone, business and do and I like nowadays at least most of the time I could get off the phone take a step back and be like shit man life you know life is 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 good my biggest thing on this whole platform is just trying to get people to like just kind of enjoy being alive mm-hmm. you know what i mean is in the most realistic non-hippie way just like you know like really think about it you know really think about it like and and, and then i find i've gotten a lot more successful when i stopped trying to be successful mm-hmm You know, like I find that with a lot of people now that's not a common narrative. Like, like the people online, you know, there's, there's many, many different sides and many different ways and avenues and versions of success to people, you know? So it's about finding your success. I know some people find a, someone they love and loves them and they can pay the rent and they have beautiful children. That's, that was their purpose. My sister's one of those people. Mm -hmm. She's, She's so the happiest I've ever seen her. Just being a mom doesn't want anything else. Lives right down near where we grew up. Awesome.
1: I told you my mom's biggest accomplishment was is me, and my brother.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah, and like you know, just the way the society went. It's like, especially as men, you're like, what are you doing? How, you got like, you have to be making more than the next guy. What are you? Are you working hard enough? Like, what are you doing? Just hanging out? Go fuck. You know what I mean? Like, no, hang out with your wife and fucking. Watch a movie if you need to. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Do whatever the fuck you want. How about that? You know, like this is where I'm at. Like, and you can hear there's I'm on each side of it. I wanna I wanna work and I wanna make money and provide, you know? Mm -hmm. But I do believe that the, the true answer to happiness is somewhere in that middle where you're proud of yourself and you're you're taking care of your family and your loved ones, but you're also present. You're also present there and you're enjoying your life day in and day out. You don't need to have tangible wins to say it was a good day mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's where we're at very long-winded answer <laughs>
1: write that down <laughs> <laughs> that'll be a that'll
0: be a fucking uh, novella
1: i think a lot of it comes pr- from a uh, perspective too right because uh, as you get older especially us we've mm-hmm. gained a lot of perspective we've mm-hmm. seen a lot of the we've seen the entire country we've met a lot of people we yeah. shook a lot of hands um and we've i think by meeting so many people and by seeing the entire country we've gained a lot of perspective. A lot of people, a lot of like close friends to me, even my brother, um, people I've like when they got in like a little bit of a rut, they went on a fucking road trip. They just traveled for like five, oh my God. five, five, six weeks with no, no intention other than to just be by yourself, see the world or see the country. Couldn't be more spot on. And by like, by gaining that perspective, by seeing all these different places, by meeting all these different people, by being by yourself for so much, you, you start to really get perspective and, and, you are talking about being on that frequency that mm-hmm. you need to be on to attract all these good things to you. It ended up happening to all those people. So if I'm going to give any advice, um, I'm not saying go out and do that, but if you have the opportunity to do it, you should definitely try doing something like that.
0: I really, me and Blue have talked about this, traveling, wow.
1: I mean, we've been doing it the past year plus, and like, look at the perspective we've gained.
0: Just oh my god, so much! I'm a different person. Who can say
1: they've lived in seven different states in a year? Like no one. Yeah, and but
0: like, dude, just being around new people, going to new places, seeing new things, it just changes you. It changes you, in in, in the best way. Mm -hmm. And it can really, it can really help you internalize and digest a lot of the issues you have um, in your bubble and in, in that bubble that you're living in. Cause we all live in our own worlds in our own bubbles, you know? Mm-hmm. And when you get outside of that and you change up and your brain's like taking in all these new experiences, it really can do wonders. You know, it can, it could, I would, I would totally recommend that. It's a good point.
1: Yeah. I just feel like a lot of people's thought processes are fucked up because they're just, they're trapped in the same bubble their whole life. Oh, uh, I gotta go to work. I know. You know what I mean? It's like they're, their short term their short term issues become like their whole their whole livelihood
0: yeah and the reason this is such a roundabout answer cuz like we're just talking about it in general there is no answer no i go towards the ideology in my answer because i'm just saying like look work on yourself work on being present work on literally making yourself as happy and as free as you can with your decisions and just being and that doesn't mean like short-term desires necessarily you know what I mean but like that's the type of shit that's gonna make you be like oh yeah let's get in the car and we'll fucking go on a road trip and then who knows what happens who knows where what you see and who you meet you know um, that's really where it is but it is a case-by-case thing number one thing is getting in tune with yourself
1: teamwork science diversity, equality, family, friendship, nature, the environment, America, patriotism, onlysteves.com. We, uh, man, we need to get some fucking females on here, huh? I think there was one girl that messaged me. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of dudes on this podcast
0: <laughs> hey, It's like a I always say it, it's like a men's uh, It's like men's therapy
1: Yeah, nothing wrong with that hey, It is what it is I think I might have the worst speakerphone in the game
0: Why is it so bad? I don't know Why is it so quiet? I don't know
1: <laughs> Come on, only girl, come on Hello. Hey, is this Madison? It is.
2: How's it going?
1: John Kilmer, you're on the air.
0: How's
1: it going? Uh, It's going pretty good. You were actually, of of all the numbers we got, you were the only female that answered. Yeah. Oh, let's freaking go. Yeah, it's possible you're the only female listener of this entire podcast. Oh, I love it.
2: You know, honestly, let's go that I'm even physically awake right now so
1: props to me do you even listen to the podcast or do you just answer the the the, the message 50
2: <laughs> 50 depends on the day you catch me
1: but you've listened to one episode at least yes okay that's all i <laughs> needed to hear thanks for being awake where, where are you calling from
2: you know the great
1: city of dallas dallas yeehaw all right <laughs> we just uh we had a album release party there not too long ago you weren't there were you
2: No, I was not. Was it at um, Backyard?
1: It it started at Backyard, and then it went to Bottle Blonde, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, you love to see it. What a
1: place. (laughs) What a place.
2: (laughs) I actually just did um, No Alcohol November, and um, somehow ended up there, and it was quite a time. Then it was
1: Alcohol November?
2: (laughs) No, I actually stuck to my word, um, but... It wasn't one of my favorite evenings, I'll
1: say that. So you made it a whole 30 days without drinking?
2: I actually made it 35 days.
1: 35? Yeah. Well, you know someone next to me right here made it 29 days without drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen better. He couldn't, he couldn't quite hit the 30-day mark.
0: <laughs> very very uh, telling of who
1: I am. <laughs>
2: we can't all be champs. it's fine.
1: <laughs> I know. Well, hey, I have, the, I have this brave soul right next to me. His name's Mike. I'm going to pass the phone over to him. <laughs> Those, don't sound too excited Be a little more enthusiastic than that, please I realized the first that I was like oh, That didn't
2: sound happy or excited whatsoever.
1: <laughs> you didn't sound a whole lot excited But I'm going to pass the phone regardless There,
0: was, there, there wasn't much excitement there Hey, how are you? I'm
1: good, how are you? I'm
0: awesome. good, so wait, you did what was the reasoning for the no the uh, no drinks in November? What was it because you sent yourself into a downward spiral like myself, or just just doing it uh, just doing it for general health reasons? Yeah, um, I
2: think part of it was just um, to work on self discipline. Um, I don't know if you've heard of seventy five hard. Yeah. Uh, but um, me and a group of friends are gonna start that in uh, January. So just one of those things where I'm like, I don't want to physically shock myself with a bunch of things starting in January. So how can I kind of start that now?
0: Yeah. Um, I and love just, that.
2: You know, get myself in a healthy place too. And just like, when I say I'm going to do something, I'd rather like stick to it and actually do it.
0: Yeah. I mean, so, that's that's fucking right. That's the fucking way. I I can't say the same. Actually. Yeah. So in, that's what it's been about 36 days. I've drank twice. i made it i made it 29 days and then fucking baker calls me Uh, baker calls me on the plane to scottsdale and he's like look i know you've been sober but we're drinking
1: you don't say no to baker
0: (laughs) we're having a drink tonight so we went to dinner and had drinks and then uh that 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 snowballed into (laughs) nights out a night out at the bar then till 7 a.m in the studio that's either here nor there but um yeah no i was I don't know if you saw the episode. We talked. I I was on like a birthday bender and it was just like too much. So I just felt disgusted with myself and needed to do it. But I will say, um, that was like kind of exactly how I feel. I feel like that's a good feeling when you when you kind of make de- like you make a finite decision and you're like, fuck it, I'm doing this, and you do it. It's it's really rewarding in multiple ways. But I mean, I felt I felt really I felt really good about two weeks into it. Like just being present and like if you're not you don't have days where you're hungover. you feel like you have kind of lost days um Mm -hmm. and it's been it's been really dope I'm gonna continue I'm I'm back on it I'll probably go another 30 days and just kind of the only thing is like you just don't want to miss out on life you know so like I try to be able to balance it but I kind of find myself like every time I'm doing anything whether it's a diet or you know drinking or whatever or smoking like playing the middle ground too much is kind of how you never get really anything done. You know what I mean? So sometimes you have to bully yourself into it and actually do it. So you're doing it with like a group of friends at the top of the year?
2: Yeah, starting um, January 1st.
0: So you're like, are you newly health conscious or is this kind of your vibe in general? No, not really. I
2: guess I've been doing it for a long time. I mean, I grew up like my mom is very particular about the way she eats and very healthy and mm-hmm. every time she watches my dog she's like how many peas can i give him <laughs> I, was like, I don't know is there a number that like animals can have of that kind of stuff
0: yeah and so you grew up you grew up with that kind of that environment just like watching you know eating healthy that type of shit yeah um
2: i think more as i got older and like going through college and all of that is when i started like truly Mm-hmm. Enjoying like working out. I started doing um
0: half marathons twice a year and stuff Jeez. like that. Yeah, so you're like a you're like a very health conscious person.
2: Yeah, you know, you can do stuff like that until you um tear a hamstring and break a toe and then
0: How'd that happen?
2: <laughs> um the <laughs> hamstring I was intoxicated and I did the jump splits and then a year later. <laughs>
0: and just pull you just pulled the hammy straight up on a jump split it it was a straight tear I mean I had to go to therapy it was
2: incredible
1: wow that's hot and then the toe I guess what
2: is it memorial day I was on a yacht called the naughty time and that's the only (laughs) those are the only details that anyone that was
0: on that boat naughty time (laughs) Love that. Well, I, have, I mean, it sounds like good reason to go, go 75 hard when you keep getting injured every time you're drunk. I have a bevy of questions. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, well nice. Well, it's your own fault. You can't even, like... Yeah, yeah, emotions. yeah, for sure. That's when you That's when you make those decisions. I was just disgusted with myself. I'm like, all right, it's my fault. I'm doing this. <laughs> that's how it is. Yeah. Where are you... So, uh, curiosity, whenever you started, um,
2: or, like, whenever you went out for, like, your first time after your, like, 29 days, how did you feel, like, the next day?
0: Uh, well, I stayed up to the next day, more or less. <laughs> um, but no, nah, I like, it's weird cause it's kind of a fucked up thing. Cause I can be very productive when I'm fucked up, um, in my line, in my line of work, you know what I mean? Making music, uh, not so much the business side, <laughs> but, uh, the music, you know? Um, so yeah, like a lot of times I kind of offset it because I, I do, I do make some good ideas at, like when I'm in those funny States, you know? Um, but yeah. Next day, I was I was wearing it, and then I was kind of like slightly not. I kind of accepted it and like made a joke of it, like because I did want to do thirty days, and I made it legitimately twenty nine on the dot. <laughs> like I needed twenty four more hours on the dot, and I just folded. But um, yeah, you know, kind of I, like I said, I kind of wanted to continue, so I did get one more night in. <laughs> I took a day off. I went out again, and then I was like, I'm gonna do another thirty probably, and just I'm gonna try to be as healthy as I can until tour because tour is very hard on the body and Mm -hmm. you know just saving my bullets (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah i just like the way i feel i'm I'm working on my body and shit and i feel like when you're when you're working on your body and then you go out and poison yourself and drink the amount that i drink um kind of completely offsets it so it's uh it's one of those things where i just want to put it all together for a little bit you know yeah i
2: feel that
0: i would say at least for me um so it
2: was like friday this past friday was my first time drinking mm-hmm. and i went to like a birthday dinner and i only had like two drinks and then i was asleep like by probably like 10 o'clock and i was like okay what well, you know yeah easing my, easing my way back in but then saturday i was like you know what i'm gonna send it like <laughs> <laughs> i'm putting this in full send like you know let's go and then um
0: the next day, first off, I ended up having to stay the night in my friend's guest bedroom. Respect it. Respect <laughs> it. Where, uh, where are you from? Where are you? Dallas. She just oh, said. Dallas, Dallas. So you go down to... Yeah. You, went so to you remember I just told you? That. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so but, yeah. where were you at? Bottle Blonde, that whole vibe down there? No. Have you ever heard of Stan's Blue Note? <laughs> no. Nah. <So I> <laughs> uh,
2: it's... I've more out here.
0: It's been around since like the 50s. Um, Sounds kind of
2: dope. You know, next time you're out here, give stands a visit. It's not very cute, but um, cheap drinks.
0: I like my bar. I like my bars ugly. Nice ugly bar. Nice ugly bars yeah, where I a lot like of the is like I like my girls cute <laughs> <ugly>. overweight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Overserved. Um, you know, but I've visited, um, at third place with,
2: they have a, we both have Bernie Doodles that, like, are a month apart, and so I always bring my dog over, and so Love it. we're just staying there, which, and I'll get to something else in a second, but, yeah, the next day I woke up, and I was like, shit, like, I haven't felt like this in so long Yeah. that, like, Sunday first, I, like, didn't get anything accomplished mm-hmm. until at least 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and by that point, like, you know, for me, I, like, to get my week started, I'm like, I need the meal prep, you know, I need to do this or this. Um, and so not doing like any of that offset my whole week, but also for some reason just gave me like this feeling of anxiety. and it like mm-hmm. that Sunday where I was like, I was like, why do I feel like so anxious right now? I was like, mm-hmm. it's not like I even did anything bad, but it is interesting when you know you take a step back and then you go back to like I don't even want to say old ways, but like, yeah, you know, just like the way that you feel after like
0: right, the time away. yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting. I saw a quote about like judging yourself you know we're kind of always if you're you're kind of just you're living your life right so like all you know all you know is where you are now and what you're doing and it's like you kind of you lose sight of the growth made um because you're kind of like progress is like if you look at the chart of progress like there's tons of ups and downs but it's a general upward trajectory you know and just keeping keeping an eye on that kind of you brought something up that is an interesting point that I I think about a lot. It's like we beat ourselves up for for things that like we're we're the only ones that know about it, you know. And we're di- I guess it's the, it's the kind of self disappointment and loathing or whatever. And it's like catching that and checking that and not allowing yourself to to really like identify with the anxiousness because it's kind of like an illusion. It's really just you holding yourself extremely accountable, you know, um, which you know, to my point, if you zoom out and you look five years back, like you weren't even thinking about this, you know, or at least I know I wasn't. Um, And it's kind of like a, not a hack, but like a nice way of at least being like, I, I work, that's how I work through like any anxiety I have of, you know, not necessarily staying on schedule on something or, you know, doing, doing, you know, getting fucked up and not feeling good for a day or two it's kind of the ebbs and flows of life, you know? And, and if you don't judge yourself too much, it actually makes it just easier to bounce back. It's crazy how much we judge ourselves so aggressively, but if it was someone else we loved, like if your sister or your best friend, you'd tell them like, it's all good, you know? Just relax, like that kind of vibe, you know? So I feel like that's an interesting point. It really is. I, I feel like everyone who parties or really does anything that's disappointing to themselves can identify with that.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I think, too, just like, you know, everyone does things for different reasons. And for me, you know, I'm just trying. I'm like at this point in life, I'm 26, and I'm just trying to, you know, continue growing as a person and, you know, seeing what that is to help me move forward. Yeah. Uh, and I have um, actually have a wave tattoo on my foot, mm-hmm. um, and it has multiple different meanings for me. But one of the things, you know, that I've told people is, you know, the ocean is one of my happy places, and when you go there, obviously, um, you know, with the waves, there's high points and low points. And I know that this, you know, yeah. you have like you're using the highs, but I'm like, it's you know, whenever you're looking for me, like at the ocean, I'm like, no matter at what point it's in, like, I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like reminding myself to find beauty in like
0: my. Highs. I love that. And low points. I love that. The tide goes in, the tide comes out. You know, life is just one big yin and yang. And really like, it sounds super cliche, but it's it's it really is like one of the universal truths. Without the sun, you know, without the rain, the sun becomes whatever, you know, or the clouds like overcast days. And you know, like it really, without nothingness, like the tree, we can't exist. We need the empty space, you know, like that's on a real spiritual level, but you need both, you need both. And it is beautiful and you're right. I think I think that's really dope. And it's, it's something to keep in mind. It's really something to keep in mind for anyone listening. It's just like everyone has those days where they hate themselves. That's okay. But you don't have to identify with them. You don't have to, like, you know, really absorb those feelings. You can kind of observe them and let them pass. And it's really just kind of an illusion in your head. Like, you don't need to be perfect. Life is not about staying on schedule and doing everything that you thought you were supposed to do. It's about being free, being in the water, being let the water take you, you know, that type of vibe exactly and this <laughs> on a less serious note <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's our ted talk for today <laughs> <laughs> um i know that um both of you guys rock mullets correct facts
2: i was gonna say that my dog finley um he doesn't currently but he also um during his summer cut season rocks a mullet wow
0: what the, do- kind of, the dog what, had a mullet what kind of dog I is learned- it he, he is a Bernie
2: doodle, but I um, learned the hard way. It was his first ever summer cut. He just turned one year old.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, to be very specific what you ask for when you get your dog groomed, because if you go in and say, I want my dog to have a mullet, and show them, <laughs> the them the only photo that you can find of another dog on the Internet with a mullet, they're going to come out looking nothing like you expected them to. Right. But the but they will indeed have
0: a mullet. We're gonna need we're gonna need that photo. Steve got groomed today actually. Yeah. yeah. Steve I'll, Steve got a haircut today. He's looking good. I'll
2: send y'all um, his photo on Instagram. Um,
0: so you made the conscious decision okay. to, to go ahead and, and, and give your dog a mullet. And I think that says a lot about you <laughs> in the best way. Oh, yeah. That's-
2: me and my friend—that's two of our favorite things—is um, mullets and mustaches. Um, if we see a, if we see a guy with a nice mustache out, which sometimes you get good um, responses, sometimes you don't. But you say, "Hey, how much you charge to ride that thing?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, Kilmer's Kilmer's got a good mustache on him. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pass the well, phone over uh, there.
1: Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of someone who's had a mullet and a mustache in the past year, not at the same time, unfortunately, but that could change. Uh, And I hate to get more, I hate to get more like on a serious note again, because we were just so casual, but what are you wearing right now?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He he actually wants the answer too. (laughs) Sorry, what'd you say?
2: I said, not pants. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whoa. Oh, wow. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> is it laundry day? Are we talking about some granny panties or what? <laughs>
2: I mean, I don't know about you guys, but it's much more comfortable to sleep without clothes than it is to sleep with Fact. clothes.
1: Preach, girl. Preach.
2: <laughs> and, you know, I wasn't totally expecting that I'd actually get a phone call. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like be ready for bed. And then if I get a call, then, like, cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm just a very, I'm a very visual person. As you know, I'm a videographer. I just got, I just got to imagine these things. You know, I have a, ima- I have a wild imagination. <laughs> <laughs> You're
2: like, I'm imagining it right now. If it helps you imagine, I have
1: a um, smiley face ass tat. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> wow!
0: <laughs> yeah, I, like, I like your style, so mullets and smiley face <laughs> ass tat.
1: That's a uh, what a coincidence because your ass makes me really happy. <laughs> I've had too much wine. I gotta stop. I'm checking out of it. <laughs> so We're gonna get sued or something. We're gonna <laughs> this whole thing is gonna get taken down. If anyone, that, if anyone that knows me hears us, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, this yeah, you can be we we can blur your identity. It's not a crime. It's not a crime to sleep naked. I don't naked. even think I said my name, but we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be fine. We should just end this now before we get in trouble. But th- thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, bye. Yeah. Of
0: course, y'all have a good night. You, you too. too.
1: Sleep tight. Bye. <laughs> <Hi. laughs> <laughs> My God.
0: You're going to go to her profile and check her out or what? Is that, is that where you're headed?
1: No, no. Just, I, that literally was the only girl that answered. <laughs> Every everyone It's else. a real
0: laid back group tonight. <laughs> just real casual real casual group just casual conversation that was good dialogue no I was good
1: I'm glad you could like uh communicate with someone who also just went sober for 35 days kicked my ass <laughs> just couldn't make it to 30 <laughs> <laughs> couldn't do it I realized that for you being a musician and having a podcast we never talk about music really pretty much never yeah um Throughout your career, the music industry obviously has changed dramatically as far as the way you distribute music, the way you put it out, the whole business in general. I just, I'm not even going to like preface this. I just want to know your thoughts on streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple. As a musician, what are you? What are your views on them?
0: You're not gonna. You're not gonna like my answer.
1: No, because I'm. I'm very impartial. I. I see like. I see it both ways, but I want. I, I, think, I just want to know. what I you think.
0: think. The, you know, I saw that going viral, like, you know, the guy who started Spotify was like worth $4 billion and obviously makes a lot more money than really anyone in the music industry. I say he deserves it.
1: Yeah, I'm not here to bash, because the way I see it, and I still want to get your input on it, but the way I see it is, right now, as a consumer, music's never been better.
0: As a consumer. As as an artist, too, man. Like, like I get it. I get it, right? Like, the streams and... and there, there's definitely a dialogue. I think there's a bigger... My dialogue is really against the labels.
1: Right, I agree with that. These
0: guys, these, these guys changed music forever. Um, they changed the relationship between music and the listeners forever. They changed the possibilities for artists forever. They changed the entire dynamic. There was a, such an unbelievably corrupt, gate-kept way that like amazing musicians didn't have a voice, weren't even able to put their music out. Mm -hmm. These guys changed that forever and gave people access. Like music saves people's lives. And these, you know, this model, like say you didn't have money to go buy the album you wanted. Like, you know, granted you're still paying a month, you know, you pay whatever, but it's like, you have access to all the music in the world, ever evolving fucking crates full of music forever and ever and it's just like it really is revolutionary and it's a revolutionary model and idea and execution you know so i actually think he deserves that because like think about the lives impacted like the artist lives impacted it's slowly this streaming slowly changed the music industry forever in a sense where music labels will become the major labels will i don't know if they'll ever become Totally obsolete, but it's trending towards them being fucking really diminished. Their mm-hmm. importance. I mean, then you talk about the NFTs and yeah, all that. That's a whole different story. A whole yeah. different conversation. But mm-hmm. yeah, I believe that he's he I think it's a fair I think it's a fair assessment. Do I think um they could be paying more for streams? Well, let me put the, to num- the artist. Just so people know,
1: I'm gonna put the numbers out there. Um Spotify pays um, a little under half a penny per stream. So if you look at a million streams, it's about three to four thousand dollars per million streams. Um, with that being said, do you think that's those are fair numbers? Because YouTube, yes. YouTube is around the same, maybe less,
0: give or take. What I will say is this: those are streams and money being made that really wouldn't it really wouldn't happen for most artists. The model they created has given artists such a bigger platform, such a bigger reach, such a bigger accessibility. Think about it. You literally had to go and buy the album Mm -hmm. of people to hear their music, to hear the records, right? Right. Joe Schmo, like these guys wouldn't, they're in the algorithm, they're in, you know, playlists or whatever, the radio on Spotify, like you're getting tons of trickle down streams from being in that streaming ecosystem. Like you really are like, if you know Joe Schmo puts out an, a record, one of the songs goes kind of. He's got a really small fan base or listenership, right? But one of the song goes kind of crazy and gets 10 million plays over time. Those 10 million, he would have never got 10 million people to hear his song in that other in that other business model. Not even fucking close. Actually, he probably wouldn't even been able to put the music out. Well, just I mean,
1: it happens on social media, but just Spotify alone, like it's it's pretty rare for an unknown artist to just. Lay up with ten million streams and like get on these editorial playlists. Like that's not the norm.
0: Totally. But what I'm saying is, there's guys even even the, the fucker has seven thousand monthly listeners. He wouldn't have seven thousand monthly listeners if it wasn't for the streaming platform.
1: He wouldn't. Well, I'll throw these numbers out here. So the traditional album, when like you're buying albums or CDs or whatever, let's say it was like fifteen bucks for an album, that equates to three thousand seven hundred and fifty streams.
0: How, how many stars? seven
1: hundred and fifty streams. So that means if, if someone were just to buy your album straight up for 15 bucks, now the alternative is they have to listen to 3,750 streams to equate to one album sale.
0: Right. But you, you understand what I'm saying, right? Like if if they weren't on the streaming platform and they had like seven people would have bought that album. Maybe. At that, the way it, the way it translates, I think so. Like- I really think they're getting streams because it's free and you're jumping around. It's fucking free. Mm -hmm. You're not going to hear that song. Like, if you want to get your song heard, streaming is like, like, how would you promote? How would you, you, they're giving you a platform. Like, Spotify is giving you a platform and like, you're here. Like, and like, your songs are accessible for free. People had to go in the store, look at your cover and be like, yeah, I want this one. Pick it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or hear the song on the radio, which would have never happened. For sure. So granted, I do think,
1: this is my love. This is why it's love and hate for me. Because yes, it gave people a platform. Hundred percent.
0: I get it. I get. It. I, but trust me, I get. This it. is a
1: why. This is new in the news now. This is why people are super musicians specifically are super pissed. This came out uh, four days ago. Um, Spotify just um, invested and funded a military artificial intelligence company, and they spent about a hundred and hundred and twenty million dollars investing in this company. And a lot of people are saying, you know, why are paying paying artists so little and then investing in a military company, which has nothing to do with music at all? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of ruffled a lot of feathers. A lot of artists are actually boycotting Spotify altogether because of it.
0: Yeah. Look, I, I think this is classic music industry stuff here. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like they call it the wild, wild west for a reason. Now, do I think it's trending the right direction in regards to that? Like the starving artists getting fucking... Absolutely, like leveraged by by the people who host the music. I don't think it's as bad as it used to be, and I think there's a broader and broader awareness for the problem. Mm-hmm. And I think it's headed the right direction. Do I think Spotify should could be paying out more? Probably so. Yeah, I do. You but know? I don't
1: think they're ever going to go away. I don't think they're ever, ever. going to away. Music labels, yes, hundred percent. They're probably going to go away. They're going to go away. They're going go to go away. But this is the thing. Look at the things that are trending up right now in the music industry. You have NFTs, obviously, and then you have things like subscription-based memberships, like we're doing with Only Steves. Those mm-hmm. things are trending up, and those are the things that are going to get the little people and the people in the middle more money than they would. That's ju- the whole idea. Than they would just get because right now Spotify, if you really look at it, like the the very very top artists are making a lot, and everyone else is not really making much. That's kind of more or less what it is. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah, I mean unless you're independent, you know. But no one's really independent. I don't know. No, forget about forget about
1: like the splits and everything. I'm just talking about total revenue and total streams and like. I make a lot of money on streaming, man. No, but you're—I consider you a big artist. You know what I mean? I consider you, of all artists in the world, I consider you in the top point zero zero one percent, probably, probably, because there's so many
0: artists now. There's yeah. There's I guess so. I mean there, yeah.
1: There's probably a million artists. Like, I don't know. Big
0: art, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, like
1: you're you're the you're you know you're very much in the top. Okay. Point zero one or whatever, yeah. you, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So like, anyone below that, <laughs> yeah, a lot I mean, of people below that, like they're not really making much on streams. Yeah. So they, I mean, they need these other platforms in order to survive. They do. They, they, you know they what do. I mean? They do. But but you still you still need the discovery and the platform of something like yeah. Spotify in order to even have that those other platforms.
0: Do I think this? I think this will be. I'm very intrigued and interested because I do think there's there's a there's a revolution for the artist happening, mm-hmm. and you know I, I don't I don't want to toot my own horn. Here, <laughs> but We've been saying this for a long time. I, mean, I, I you know even just between you and I and our decisions, our decisions we've made are, or my decisions in regards to the music industry, like everything's going back to independence now. Everyone's really realizing, like mm-hmm. you know. Um, the the business model is just really broken and I just couldn't, I couldn't partake in it and I'm happy that people are seeing it now. And I think there's going to be a level playing field. There's going to be an effort to leveling the playing field. Will it ever be level completely? Probably not. But you know, like the only Steve shit sounded crazy, you know, sounded kind of crazy, but like, think about where the world is. Like every attractive girl or most attractive girls and, in any town is making like driving a Mercedes, driving around making 30, 30 racks a month. Yeah. Well, firing we, out half Nakey.
1: We've been desensitized to the girls and paying a monthly fee to see them naked. We've right. been totally desensitized to that, but like I I I don't get a lot, but I see some messages with the Only Steves, for example. They're like, Why would I pay five dollars a month when I'm paying twelve dollars a month for Spotify to get every song in the world? Right.
0: But that's not the point. It's about being a fan. It's about being a fan. Right right
1: now, it's about being the fan, but when the industry changes and it happened with television, remember we used to have cable. You paid sixty bucks or whatever it was a month and you got every fuck you got two hundred channels or whatever. Oh my god. That's no one has cable anymore. We don't have cable here. You know what I mean? Now you have to get, you know, you have to get Netflix, you have to get Hulu, you have to get Paramount, you have to get. Yeah. There's, there's Peacock. There's a fucking million of them, and mm-hmm. you pay fucking five dollars or ten dollars a month for all of them. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's kind of you get to choose. It's totally curated, and you get to choose whatever one you want.
0: Um, and I think
1: the music industry is going to trend in that way a little bit.
0: A hundred yeah. percent. And look, I I just think I just think this is where it's going for you know content creators specifically but even people of any specific specialized knowledge or specialized service i think commerce can go this direction as well
1: yeah that's why i think youtube is kind of fucked in that sense i think youtube is fucked in for a lot of reasons but people are giving out specialized knowledge on youtube right now and youtube like i told you they pay you nothing know, a couple grand for a million streams who the fuck's getting a million streams on youtube like yeah. you have to really fucking grind on YouTube to get those streams to like make a living off of it. Oh yeah. And you're giving away specialized knowledge. There's so many smart people that are just putting out knowledge when when they realize I don't need to get millions of views. I just need like five thousand subscribers to pay for me five bucks a month and I can make a huge living off of that. Huge I can be living. I can be rich off of that. So like you can. it's no longer about appealing to the masses, it's about just getting a a, a it's like a do- niche fan base to yeah. just to just like subscribe to you, and, and then your knowledge is worth something.
0: Especially in a world sh- becoming so uh, oversaturated, everyone's a creator now. Mm-hmm. Like TikTok, like there's people just popping off from their bedroom for like doing like every single kind of novelty thing you could do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So it's getting more and more saturated. Everyone's realizing it's a gold rush on TikTok. It's especially right? Everyone realizing, everyone creating, how can they monetize? I don't want to go to nine to five. It's all happening. It's all shifting away from the norms, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's really a dope thing. And one of my point is when we're trending towards such oversaturation, even more reason to separate from the, from the main platforms, even more reason to call a huddle over here. What's better, having five amazing best friends or having 50 average ones? Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like great. I'd rather like have fucking 10,000 fucking Steve's that just rock with the shit and and I know that they're tuned in and they're listening and they you know they're they're open-minded and they want to build like that's a great community where and like we monetize directly off like 10,000 people. Yeah. Like our businesses, I mean, we have seven-figure clothing lines. They're all I mean, when you really look at the numbers, we can look at the amount of customers we had. I mean, we get a lot of orders but yeah. it's really like 10,000 people, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like 15,000 max, you know, but like it, it's now it's about growing those take that 10,000 turn it to 20,000. You're making two twenty, you know, 2.5 million a year on that business. And then you have three of those businesses. And what do you got? You know, you're making, you're making a lot with a little, like, I don't need the fucking, and, and again, I don't really, I don't really think I think fame itself is becoming a very saturated concept. Like, right. the most popping kids on and people that used to be Brad Pitt and fucking Leo in LA, now they're running after fucking Bryce Hall. <laughs> kids do like, you know, and, and no shade of him. Yeah, no. Yeah. They, it's, it's no shade of him it. at yeah, all. They like, earned it. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Good for them, you mm-hmm. know. But my point is, it's just like fame, the construct, it's just so wide. Like, I had people on my deck in fucking LA. 19 million followers and i'd never seen her before and i'm on social media i'm in la (laughs) in the arts on social media paying attention my point is just like so many people are so and like if you really just find what you're good at don't go for the masses you don't need it you know what i mean be be yourself attract who you are and what you want Mm -hmm. and you can i think the sky's the limit you can really make a living from home fuck what your parents said fuck what your teachers said You can do. This is like a a really amazing time to be alive. I really do feel that way.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. And if if it's you know the streaming services, the only thing I do look down upon is that you like there is that big hurdle where you feel like oh I have to get like I have to get a million streams I have to get a million streams every month just to make like minimum wage. But think about it this way
0: too: just a perspective shift. Like, do you realize that like? There was only like 50 artists that put music out <laughs> 10 years ago.
1: Not 10 years ago, but yeah. No, I know what you mean.
0: Like 100 or just whatever, 200? No, yeah, a yeah. couple decades ago, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you, you couldn't even be an artist. My point is, we just talked about how fame's so oversaturated. Not everyone can get rich off just putting out music and getting Like a million streams isn't the same as it used to be. It just mm-hmm. doesn't. It sounds crazy. I hit a million streams. It's just like, bro, there's songs getting a million and fucking per hour <laughs> right you know what i mean it's just like it, it's it's supposed to be hard to be rich and famous you know, <laughs> making fucking music you know what i mean it's no not, exactly like, not everyone's supposed to be multi-millionaires from mm-hmm. having a song that gets a million plays you know what i mean It's just the harsh reality
1: right i think really it's just like the streaming services promote that you have to appeal to the masses where these other things like nfts and, and subscriptions where you don't have to appeal to the masses Facts. you just have to find like uh, a grassroots fan base yeah
0: and you guys like, my fans have made this all possible. I mean, this is what opened our minds to these ideas. Like, even before the NFT thing. Like, we we pulled the trigger on Only Steve's before any artist had a music subscription. Mm-hmm. I, really, I really don't think many artists do have it. I think a few. Yeah. But Only Steve's, like, now, like, this NFT thing is going to be serious, you know? Really, really, really serious. And I think major labels could be seeing the fucking light at the end of the tunnel, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to be, I mean, we saw some examples of you're showing me on TikTok where like, there's people with like 3000 monthly listeners that are making, I mean, how much money? Like, (laughs) yeah.
0: And and crypto, like those kids that, you know, made 150 racks and they had like 7,000 followers, you know, pretty crazy. That insane. That NFT space is wild. And I think that's also kind of the wild, wild west. I think things will need to be like smoothed out but there will be a gold rush in nfts and we're kind of in that space
1: it's in it right now and so it started with like the whole art like the art of the nfts yeah people buying art and now it's like it's blossomed into so many different subgenres of nfts and spe- everything spe- even in just looking at the music space i mean there are people that are there are companies that are like like specifically minting your songs there are companies that are specifically minting tickets for events there there's like you can literally like there's so many subgenres of NFTs happening right now and it really is a gold rush. I mean, there's, I was looking today. Um, I mean, Foley and I were just talking about like NFT ticketing. There's like 10 NFT ticketing companies that are emerging right now as there, we speak.
0: Yeah. We're gearing up for a gold rush, right? Like Gary V talks about this, like there'll be a lot of money lost and there will be a bubble and like, you know, not every project's going to make money. Mm-hmm. Um, And there's a lot of there is a bit of shistiness going on for sure like there's a lot of like weird shit going on just be careful but like this is where it's going like your tickets to your basketball game like oklahoma city thunder you're in the middle of the country you probably think this sounds fucking crazy in five years you'll be your ticket will be an nft probably you know right five to ten years i would say Mm -hmm. ten would be like it should probably be less than five years you know but at least very least ten years from now everyone will be you know nft owners
1: Right. And like, I I don't know if the term NFT is going to carry all those years. I think we're just going to think of it as digital. Totally. It's just going to be digital. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. Yes. But the technical term is NFT.
0: Yes. I I get it. You know, it's definitely for the average person, this sounds like a bunch of fucking hoopla. (laughs) But it's just, it's it's, it's literally so brand new. Like, you're living in the age of innovation. Mm -hmm. Just like, be open minded to it, you know? Yeah. I wasn't for a while. I was like, what the fuck is this? You know? But I get it.
1: Um, so looking ahead, we don't have to spill the beans too much, but, um, we are going to get into the NFT space. We're still talking about it. Um, we're going to start a discord, which I'm sure we, we had a discord, um, about a year ago when quarantine first hit, but we're going to get back into the discord and that's going to be a nice community where you can obviously join for free and we can start a communication with the type of projects that we're going to release. Um, and then as far as, I mean, as far as touring, I mean, I I know we can't really spill the beans, but is there anything you want to say about it?
0: Oh yeah. I mean, look, we're uh I know there's been I get tons of DMs about it. There's been a lot of uncertainty if we're ever gonna tour. Like I think people think we're kind of over that. Yeah. Um I'm I'm uh, honestly I can I'm proud
1: to say that I think the Omicron was a, was a fluke. Yeah. No one cares about the Omicron
0: anymore. The COVID thing, the COVID strain? <laughs>
1: the COVID strain of Omicron. I mean, dude, the, the stock market like was in the shitter for like two days and now like it just went like this and all the articles are like, uh, eh, people aren't as afraid of the omicron as they thought they would be i think it's
0: because there's been no deaths <laughs> a bunch of press came out that there was no deaths i don't believe anything in the press i don't, I don't know. believe anything the press i don't said. know i don't know No. <laughs> what if we haven't learned any, if we've learned one thing from this year so like you never know <laughs> you know it's just like look you got to uh you gotta you gotta be open minded anything could happen but yeah i yeah. mean we're gonna tour uh i think we're gonna tour our ass off this year this coming year i mean it's I took a hiatus from it. There was, you know, the re- think about it. We didn't have a podcast. I was Mike Stead last time we toured. Our pet's
1: heads were falling off.
0: Our pet's heads were falling off. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the rebrand has gone exceptionally well. And and uh, I'm really actually very, very eager to get on the road again in my new mind state. You know, just thinking back to who I was then, just like, just can't, like, I don't know, just the opportunity to travel and meet people and that you impact and, you know, be in a room with people singing your songs and shit. There's, there's actually a really, there's a lot of love in the room. We feel it, but it's like never really thought about it like that, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, not, it's
1: not in person. It's yeah. Not, it's, it's not in the flesh.
0: Yeah. It's just like, but even when I was on the road and I, you know, we would feel so good on tour and on stage and that's why I could never take a night off because you get on there and you feel that love in the room. You don't wanna let people down you wanna you wanna build that connection and feed off that energy and I'm just excited to do it again in this new kind of state of gratitude kind of vibe and like mm-hmm. travel and really keep my eyes open not be so hung over every day where I'm just like tired and not get my eyes open like just looking around you know watching the movie so I'm excited um we don't know. I mean, I think our shows might get a lot bigger, but we're playing, you know, we're, we're going to have to kind of play it by ear by air on the uh, venue sizes and stuff. We're working it out, you know, I'm with the new agent or same agent, new agency. And um, it's a big upgrade, William and & Morris. And, uh, you know, I'm going to open myself up back to being booked. Like I haven't been able to be booked at all to do shows and shit. So we're, we're going to get back on the market and tour at least for another year you know i think we're gonna talk about we're talking about like 60 dates in the u.s this year so
1: that sounds so nice i mean we do we haven't toured in three years
0: and we're gonna do three years i know we're gonna do we're gonna do live podcast shows yeah that's we're gonna, gonna, gonna do be live a- belina cup tournaments mm-hmm. we're gonna film the fuck out of it i'm you know i'm bringing on a team we're gonna bring back touring's boring for only steve's subscription and you know, it will be less T&A and a little more uh, Q&A, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just be bringing back that element and and um, just who we are now, you know, and having the access that we have with y'all, like we'll be, you know, you could buy, you could come see us do a live live podcast and then, you know, and we'll go play a show the next night and just be a lot of dope shit. We're gonna have only Steve's subscribers on the podcast. We'll do them on the bus too. We're gonna to keep this schedule going, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we're gonna really double down on 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 the private, you know, private access kind of that we're giving to the only Steve's. We're gonna lean into it, but
1: creating some fun experiences.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be really fun. I think I think this is gonna be an amazing year.
1: I know you're not supposed to identify with what you do, but I feel like I very much identify myself with touring. In the past 3 years I feel like I've just been missing a little piece of myself, mm. you know?
0: Yeah, I mean I, I can re- I can relate to that. About to get it back. We fucking started so many companies in this break though. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We just we made so I'm just so happy we took that like the way the way this went, you know.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we've talked about this but I mean, there's a there's like a when when the the housing market crashed in 2008, there was all these like huge companies that emerged through the Oh yeah. Through the housing crisis. You you talk about like, I can't think of them all, like Uber and like Airbnb and like just these fucking like these massive companies that emerged through the fucking ashes of that turbulent time. And the same thing happened now. I mean, a lot of, and not just with us, but like, you know, bigger stuff too, obviously, but um, I'm excited. I mean, NFT is a good example, but a lot of stuff is emerging out of this. I can't wait to see what happens.
0: Absolutely. I mean, us personally, there's just in our little ecosystem. I mean, we've, we've, I think at least doubled the amount of revenue streams we had in that time. I think actually more than that. And, you know, they're, they're focal only Steve's, Chug Bud, Stevenson Ranch. These are now like focal part, parts of our brand that didn't exist mm-hmm. until this whole, you know, we were already going on a bit of our own Stevenson and Stevenson ranch world. We were already going into quarantine <laughs> and uh, rebranding and you know, all that shit. But then the quarantine actually happened. And I think a lot of cool shit happened, you know?
1: Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Well, uh, yeah, we could probably end here. Any closing statements?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think a good, if you're still listening, you're a diehard. Hey, how are you? <laughs> um, you know, we're talking about doing some music as NFT soon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, you know, let us know what you think. If you guys would be interested, um, it sounds like it's something we're gonna do. Could be some utility NFTs that uh, access into tick, you know, to shows and whatnot. Um, I think you know we're gonna get more into that space. So let us know what you think, and that's something that would tickle your fancy.
1: Yeah, and just for the record, we're not, we're not like going into the NFT space to make a quick buck. Like we're we're very much adaptive with the way things go in the industry, and you know we've we've kind of proven that over the years. So this isn't just an in and out kind of thing. Even though I'm a big in and out kind of guy, <laughs> this is something we're gonna adapt and we're gonna we're gonna facilitate and make it a part of our our brand very much. so. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like that's why we've been. A lot of people have been wondering why we haven't done it yet. It's just right. like taking our time with it. You know. Yeah. Really understanding it and like how could we do something cool and unique and and useful and like I, I really love the idea of being able to say. I know my music's dope. I know this next wave is crazy. I want the fan like to what better than you know fuck the labels? Let's have the fans help fund you know fund it, support it, but and, also get the chance have, have to make money. Have ownership in it, yeah. Have the chance to make money in something you believe on, you know, believe in, and I think that's that's a really dope aspect of this as well.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. Cool. Well. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs>